This is a Dece World production in association with Pants Pending Studios. Malam Keen, everyone. This is Dece, host of The Social Hour. Oh, that? That's just me playing the piano. I'm pretty good, aren't I? You know what else I'm good at? Making people laugh and talking to people, but more importantly, making you think sometimes. So tune into The Social Hour every Tuesday and Thursday at DeeceComedy.com and hear me talk to people like Libertarian presidential candidate Joe Jorgensen, comedian Steve Hofstetter, creator of The Savage Dragon and co-founder of Image Comics, Eric Larson, and the guy who owns the weed shop on the corner by my house. <laughs> We've got range, just like my abilities on this piano. Listen to me mix it up here. We'll just let that play. I'll see you this week on The Social Hour. Malam Keen, everyone. Welcome to the show. This is Some Imperfections. I am Deese. I'm Abby. I'm Sierra. This is your favorite uh, life advice show where we uh, tell you how to live better. Now, we're just, uh, you give us your questions, topics, things you are uh, curious about, want some more perspective on, and we uh, give you our uh, somewhat qualified slash unqualified Advice. Slash Total totally unknown. qualified. <laughs> totally <laughs> qualified. Yeah. Unless it has to do with cryptocurrency. I don't understand that. Me either. No. I also don't know where pandas live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Throw it heated, way back. <laughs> heated debate. Heated debate. So. Okay, let's not even get it. Get, get started there. there. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to jump sure? right in today, guys. We've got kind of a time crunch. Yeah. Um, but a really awesome topic in our very first part two. The yeah. deuce. Which says so much because we wanted to just keep going. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like we could forever. But also, I feel like we've enough time has gone by where we've marinated even more on the subject. Yes. And mm-hmm. we might be able to be a little more concise. I've been marinating. <laughs> brewing it up <laughs> get those juices flowing baby. yeah 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 tenderizing <laughs> you know it but first as always what are you sipping on well i just started drinking you handed me as soon as i walked in the door <laughs> the suja juice if you've never had it it's amazing this is my favorite one too the mighty dozen mm-hmm. apple celery cucumber kale collard greens mm, that's all the good greens all the goods and it's not super sweet which is yeah. amazing can yeah. i have a drink of it yeah that one's a different one but yeah and i've been craving green we just got back from camping so you know it's like mm-hmm. all of the hot dog yeah. marshmallow and i just wanted like zucchini totally <laughs> so yeah. bad in fact i did i had zucchini for breakfast yeah Ooh, nice mm-hmm. so this raw it. no no <laughs> but i did take a zucchini with me and eat it raw on the way <laughs> <laughs> it's so good the texture you guys it's know. killer uh, it's great <laughs> i've never had i have not eaten a lot of 
zucchini in my life. Grilled, mm. bomb, it's so sauteed, good. bomb. Green is better than yellow too. Yep. By the way, they yep. make green zucchini. What? Dave. <laughs> yes. Yes. What color do you think? Isn't that usually orange? No. Whoa. Wait, is zucchini the thing that people may pretend is pasta sometimes? No, yeah. that's butternut squash. Well, no zucchini noodles. Well, yeah. True. People do. Yes. That was a trend. For is a squash bit. orange? Yes. Yeah. Some. I'm mixing those two up. What's I don't know. I'm realizing so now I don't know what zucchini is. Zucchini looks like a really oh. thin eggplant. Small. So yeah, we have two in the fridge right now. Do we? Yeah, you touched. You what put color them there. The touched one. <laughs> what <laughs> color was it? Green, yellow, and green. One of each. I thought the green one was a cucumber. Nah. Mm. I thought if we oh, had a you're green. You're gonna love them. I was always shocked when you said I don't like zucchini that much because I love zucchini. Like zucchini bread with the little green. Like, I like zucchini in. bread. Yeah, yeah. But it's always brown. It. it is brown. <laughs> it does turn out brown. I've never had green <laughs> zucchini bread. <laughs> Not even on St. Patrick's Day. I'm a little disappointed, to be honest. You could step your zucchini game up, guys. Green beer? Why not see green zucchini bread? We can do it. We have the we have the technology. We have the meats. Anyways, uh, that's what I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Also drinking that. Just a different It's kind. so nourishing. Yeah. It feels so good. And it's hard to find a bottled, pre-bottled yes. juice yes. at a grocery store that's mm-hmm. not just... Especially here in Spokane because you have to drive all over hell and back to get fresh squeezed juice here now. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And so affordable. Yes. I get four for the price of what I would get one for. Uh-huh. Fresh. I believe it. So. It's totally worth it, but I get it. Mm-hmm. 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 It's so good. What you got, please? I'm drinking on uh, Jumpin' Jack's Jambalaya J- Java. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know what it's called. Jamaican. Jamaican jumbo, 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 Java, Jamaican jam. Is that what I just had a few sips of? That coffee? Yeah. yeah. It's you the guys, one you, it's you, got, did, it you got it for, it for it's us. It's so good. Yeah, it's okay. so good. Uh, yeah, Sierra got us the original one and she got me my first hit for free and then I got hooked. <laughs> Um, and now, now I'm and I'm the yeah. supplier. Yeah, now I'm like <laughs> go to all the TJ Maxes. <laughs> you got any more of that jumping jambalaya, Jake, Jack, jerkin, jumbo Java? Uh, What's your favorite creamer? You put creamer. Right? I know. I just drink coffee black like a psycho. I want it. That's, that's all right. Yeah, just black, <laughs> dark, thick, and black. That's how I love Solid. my all right my coffee. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I, I don't really do, I don't do, do any creamer in my coffee. Every now and then I do a little, a little latte action maybe, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's usually just coffee black or Americano yeah. black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like to really get the flavor of the coffee. Yeah. This I do one like is a good, flavor bold flavor. I love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Robust. But it's a, it's assertive, but not pushy. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> Gosh. That you are on, on it. On one today. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, but that oat milk creamer, mm-hmm. bomb. What is the natural brand? bliss? Yeah. Oh. And I swear, though, the original in the big bottle that uh-huh. you can't find is the best. I believe mm. it. It is. I'm hooked on it. It tops one. it. But I think everybody loves it because wherever they sell it, they're always out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. It is good. I, if I do go uh, creamer, I go oat milk. Yeah. That's the way to do it. I had to get some almond milk the other day, and that was not very good. <laughs> It's like gummy. 
uh-huh. it, it well it had in a latte i don't know if it might have been a combination of they might have uh toast babied those espresso uh-huh. but it was kind of really like burnt flavor mm-hmm. tasting the whole thing i feel like it's Sucks. easy to burn heating coconut and almond milk mm-hmm. it seems like every time it's like mm-hmm. i'll take mine a little cooler you guys and you know what's so crazy right now Maybe it's hanging around Sierra all the time, or maybe I'm just maturing and getting older. For the longest time, you could have handed me any kind of latte, burnt, not burnt, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I would have been like, oh, yeah, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had no awareness at all ever of, like, what I actually mm-hmm. liked. I was just like, this is what but my picky is. ass is like, is. Uh, nope. Yeah, <laughs> now I'm like picky, but yeah. good. Your, good. Your palate is maturing. It is. It really is, yes, guys. Aww. You're worth it, you know. Treat yourself. It's I all am. About, it's yeah. really that's be. the thing. I'll take the time now. Totally. Figure that but out. when you go out and buy it, I mean, it. It's like you are you spending six dollars plus a tipping. Tip. Yeah, that's the biggest tip percentage ever. And it's like a, a very happy invested moment. Totally. So, so when if it, it comes burnt, ugh. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I never Boo. got that before. I was always just like, yes, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good coffee does make a difference. It is good coffee is is good, it turns out. <laughs> Who knew? And maybe this transition has been more of me stepping into my divine feminine. Yes. And nice feeling segue. and receiving instead of just like strong arming. Yes. And being Resilience. super resilient. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which is beautiful qualities, but not in this. Not case. when it comes to not coffee. Not when it comes no. to coffee. I want it to be. Your overdeveloped masculine is saying, "All right, I'm done. Yeah, peace out. Peace. I'm done with the trauma response. I'm done with the mm-hmm. habitual things. Yeah, and I'm gonna <coughs> protect you, baby. Yes. <laughs> so, getting into our <laughs> getting topic into for it. the day. Smooth segue. <laughs> We Brought to you by Crystal Clear Pepsi. <laughs> Crystal Clear Pepsi, we're not a thing anymore. <laughs> Smooth segues. Um, we got our first part, too. Um, a listener messaged us on Instagram, actually, which is also another way you guys can submit your topics, and said, I just listened to the 224 episode on the Wounded Masculine Divine Feminine. I definitely think you should do a part two. I would love to hear you go deeper into how it affects relationships when they are out of balance. Mm. Which I feel like is a perfect scenario to talk more about this topic that'll give people like really a rooted pers- understanding. Yeah, a really good perspective. Yeah. And understand. Yeah, totally. And <clears throat> I know the we've touched briefly on this. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to it because we kind of cover the basics of what mm-hmm. they are, what these two energies are. A quick recap. We both hold, we all hold these two. So push pause and come back to this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Download and subscribe. Yeah. And sh- share, <laughs> yeah, like, share, heart, like, comment, <laughs> submit another topic, <laughs> tag, whatever. <laughs> and hit our Patreon. <laughs> um, we all hold these two energies within us the masculine and feminine. This isn't a gender thing, this is an energy thing. Um, when these get out of balance, we can find ourselves acting in ways that aren't beneficial to us or where we naturally want to operate. So your life can feel misaligned. Mm -hmm. That's it in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. I would love as Sierra and I have like really stepped into our feminine this last year. It was like something just unlocked in us when Mm -hmm. we started learning about the divine feminine, like, like information we already knew, but now we had a a name, like a tangible name. Totally. Cause it's not that we didn't, it was all the energy and all the things that we were feeling and experiencing to be able to title it. Totally. Label it as something 
now we're all about unlabeling, but to really say like, this is what it is. It's really good. Yeah. And to be able to understand. So I would, I'm curious and would love to know Dees, what your process has been like learning about this, marinating with this, because Mm. from what I've learned, like the masculine is slow in Mm -hmm. a very beautiful way. Like they Mm -hmm. take their time to understand and learn, but they want to understand it in their life now, present moment. Whereas like, I feel like the feminine can look back, look forward and apply this situation to a variety of different experiences. And that's kind of where their understanding comes from. And because I feel that the masculine is slow in that sense of like, they grow in the slowly in the protection of things. Totally. Because of how much trauma we go through in yeah. everyday life. Uh-huh. So yeah, that slowness is purposeful. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. <clears throat> it's more of a protective thing. Mm-hmm. What's the question? I just would love to hear <laughs> like what your uh, thoughts have been as like this topic has been brought up. I mean, we've talked about it a ton. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like where, where you're at with it all. Well, I think a lot of people confuse um, in, you know, I mean, despite what we and you, you two specifically try to say with this, I think people really conflate and confuse um, gender roles and uh, gender identity. And, and, you know, because it's called masculine and feminine, feminine people, um, especially in today's day and age where everyone wants to prickle at the idea of a, a, a gendering any (laughs) any anything um they're just they're just i i they're not when i say is i not abstract ideas but they're ideas and ideals and kind of in you know ideas we have inside of us that are growing and developing and are part of our personality um it's a duality as we've said that we all have both of um they're just different sides of a of a coin you know and yeah, I think people re- are struggle with getting past the whole idea of calling it masculine and feminine, which is yeah. unfortunate. They get so hung up on these words and these labels that really don't mean anything. It's just giving you an idea of what is different. Totally. Um, because we've seen plenty of women mm-hmm. operating fully in their masculine. Yes. Yeah. And if those words do trigger you, we do have a program to help you through that. So yeah. We can. We're there for you. Yeah. <laughs> It's called <coughs> diapers, you baby. Oh my god! Uh, the <laughs> um, I so, yeah, so valid, but also this isn't the context that we're no exactly yeah. approaching. No. It's not Mm-mm. yeah, exactly what you're saying. A gender. Yeah, so I mean, it's getting past past that, and I feel like that that alone is. Um, an obstacle of the, of kind of not understanding those parts of you, like being oppositionally defiant and and initially just, um, and I think like, I think they're weird protective, uh, like protective shields that we subconsciously build to have, because it's, it's hard to go and do that work and Mm -hmm. figure out yourself and figure out what, you know, your, uh, is, emotionally mm-hmm. hurtful to yourself that you know you inflict on yourself because uh because it, it builds calluses and i mean that in a good way like it builds you up to be resilient towards those those emotional things that are happening in your life you become cognizant of them and more aware of how they you know how you react to them 
I think instead of like having to do the work of like, Hey, I'm going to make myself better. It's easier to just be like, ah, that sounds weird. Or, you know, I, I'm a guy, so Bypassing. I'm masculine totally. or, or like, or, yeah. you know, I don't believe in gender. So like, I don't, I'm what I, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, no man, there's no person. No, <laughs> <them day>. there's, <laughs> you know, it's just, we're just put, we're just, call it whatever you want. Call it, you know, call it T-Rex and, and baby Brontosaurus, whatever <laughs> you want to, to t- call them. They're different and, and they both reside in you and um, fostering them. And if you feel like you're living fully in one side, maybe it's time to explore the other one and yeah. feel how mm-hmm. you can get more in touch with that so you can find a balance. Yeah, because there is the it's the harmony between an energy one or the other that it's not again, like, you know, this is just a label or a title of it, but you can label it whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just understanding that one can be overdeveloped and one can be, you know, maybe even over traumatized. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like (coughs) ancient, ancient wisdom. Like this isn't just something that's a trend that's popping up and people are like, Oh, manifestation like it's not and there's an unhealthy expression of it definitely Mm -hmm. out there i mean the coaching world is so vast and just like podcasts everybody has them and not everybody should yeah (laughs) so um not everyone should be a coach just because they read something or heard something that they really liked Mm -hmm. like we do a profound amount of research Mm -hmm. and dive into where these energies come from totally now i think there's a modern tap into this of like what can we label this as that could be trendy that people really get into yeah Yeah. because this isn't about like over sexualizing yourself or making yourself more of this feminine figure Mm -hmm. or adaptation of any sort like that Mm -hmm. it's really an energy yeah that we're talking about here okay we'll 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 make them trendy we'll call them game of thrones and (laughs) and handmaid's tale oh my um okay Then you know. Well, then the question uh, is, which one's which? Because uh, whichever one you, whichever one makes you feel better, listener. I see two uh, overactive uh, masculine. I do too. That's why I'm like, <laughs> wait a second. Here. <laughs> um, which goes to just quickly before we tap into like the relationship aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess on like a collective scale, the feeling triggered by mm-hmm. these two words yeah. and feeling what did you call it um something resistant to oh, them yeah like if you are resistant to just what they mean oppositionally oppositionally <coughs> oh. defiant oppositionally there defiant that right there babe mm-hmm. that's an overactive masculine yes like you are that's fed by a bro part of your ego that's mm-hmm. been trauma mm-hmm. induced wounded mm-hmm. that is overprotective yeah, because of what but your that's ego's how you learned too. Like all yes. you saw was an overactive masculine in America. That's been totally. the case because mm-hmm. when it started, it's it protected you. It protected now. It's, yeah, it's it not a protection anymore. Totally. So as we developed and men physically took power mm-hmm. and nurtured that, mm-hmm. and women saw like, oh, this is okay. This is Mm -hmm. like who holds the power because of this brute strength. And then evolution occurs, right? And money. And money comes into the picture. And then it's like, how do we get that money? I'm going to do everything I can to get 
money the external very mm. masculine trait this wraps in perfect to relationships totally the totally. start the start of that um <clears throat> yeah so we're zoomed out right now we're looking at like a mat like a societal scale mm-hmm. and then the feminine all of a sudden had this like thought we are not being treated equally mm-hmm. and we had a missed step ladies <laughs> huge <laughs> huge misstep, misstep. because I, for the longest time i was on that bandwagon i was like feminist all day like I deserve to get paid the same, still believe that, but fighting it with the same masculine energy that got us here is yeah. not the answer no. at all. It's not the only way. The only mm-hmm. way to be successful is not to work yourself into the ground and try and acquire as much money as possible. You keep on hustling, boss babe. Yeah. Ser- and trust oh. me, I'm saying this from a place of where I've been to. Totally. So this isn't, this is, I mean... Hello, I've been in network marketing for years. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying it. No, but <clears throat> that's where the answer lies is like finding and honing in on your feminine and that power and knowing mm-hmm. that that can bring you exponential success with half of the work because mm-hmm. the masculine is so, so great at working. Mm-hmm. Working. And they, and they want to. And they there's want a, to. There's a physical to that. The feminine has this beautiful gift. Mm-hmm. We all hold it. And it's called our intuition. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if we could tap into that and honor it, really honor it, we could do the same. We could gain the same amount of success with less steps because it's like you're not grinding and working and taking all these missteps and just pushing through to get to the top. Mm -mm. You are following and listening to your intuition, being able to skip steps. Because you're like, nope, that's not aligned. I know it. I don't know how I know it, but I know it. Which removes so much why we have talked about before, too, um, of how much less work it really takes to get to the desire, to yeah. the actual yeah. intuitive And thing. both of these in extremes are not the answer. Think, no. okay, you hear that and you're like, damn, there's a better way. Now think of these two things in union mm-hmm. and synergy. Harmony. Harmony. Because it's yeah. not balancing of like 50-50. It's just like a relationship. It's 100%, 100%. Uh-huh. And... Sure, we all fall short and we're human. We can't mm-hmm. dehumanize ourselves and the fact that, yeah, shit happens. Yeah. But when we can really choose better mm-hmm. from a place of not, again, this whole black and white, this or that, right or wrong, mm-hmm. um, fear and love, mm-hmm. but really where our attachment is to that in a healthy attachment. Because yeah. it's not necessarily, we've even said the words like to live in a place of unattachment, non-offense, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but a healthy attachment of, okay, I'm observing this feeling mm-hmm. that is very masculine mm-hmm. and it's coming from this wound. Now this is, you have done some work. This yeah. is, you have discovered where this has come from mm-hmm. part of your childhood, what have you. Mm-hmm. Then you can really start to learn what that harmony feels like Yeah, to find the balance mm-hmm. of that harmony necessarily. Yeah, <coughs> totally. And balance is, yeah, because it's just it's such a judgment because yeah. balance for me could be 85% my feminine. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But learning that within yourself first and then taking it into your relationship. Because that doesn't mean that you're not using your masculine 100% of the time. It just doesn't show up the same. Yeah. It's not going to show up up 85% of Uh it because it's not needed and Mm -hmm. vice versa. And it's all the flight or flight mechanism. Yeah. It's the same thing. And if we learn where our fears and love Mm -hmm. is drawn from, we can really learn to say, oh, that is a trauma-induced behavior yeah. that I have patternized, like I have mm-hmm. created this huge pattern Story. Oh, yeah. over and over and over and over again, and I'm going to break that, which means now I get to bring in some feminine yeah. love and acceptance and compassion. Yeah. 
So imagine that in a relationship. Oh my gosh. Living it over here. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, you guys should do all the talking. I'm just going to sit here and drink my <laughs> Oh my gosh, stop. <laughs> I mean, I feel like since I dove into this topic, I've like transformed so much to where my understanding, yeah, where my fears came from, but then understanding that they were fully from a protective masculine, mm-hmm. overprotective, mm-hmm. that was actually not protecting me. They just didn't have the skills to hone mm-hmm. in on the truth of the matter. So it was just like fear. I'm triggered. I'm, this is traumatic for me. I'm unsafe. I'm going to shut down everything mm-hmm. because I don't know how to express myself because my feminine hasn't been nurtured. And so I like, mean, how many times have you been like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I know something's wrong with you. And you're never, you're always very forthcoming. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're and, very and nice. so this is where Abby has <laughs> created this wall because it's like, nope, I'm resilient. I'm, I'm going to figure it out I'm on my fine own. on my own. Yep. And he can just keep doing his thing. And then like, this is where we also talk about how it's not about fixing each other, but when you show up differently. And, and that's, you, yeah, sorry, sorry, no. sorry. And you start choosing those things. Start and it's choosing. like, okay, I'm going to actually use, so one of the choices could be, I'm going to use my voice mm-hmm. because my boyfriend or partner or husband mm-hmm. or whatever is what... I can't even think of a good scenario. Connected enough to me to notice something's wrong. Totally. Which is beautiful. And it's all based off of showing in a different way. Mm -hmm. Showing up in a different way. Showing up in a different way. Not one of like ready to fucking go. Like I'm ready to battle. Yeah. (laughs) I have this expectation that he didn't notice. Why didn't he notice my haircut and my cute new pants? (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Oh, and I never said anything about it. Like I I never, this expectation I built, but I never said a fucking thing. Yeah. And he, in his mind has work and all these other things going on that I am not giving any attention to. (laughs) Totally. Totally. So, cause, okay. Rewind. Shutting down. You can see this as, yeah, a masculine protective mechanism, but also guys, this is like such a wounded feminine mm-hmm. where it's like, I play small. I shut down. I feel like a burden. I'm not going to take up any space here in this argument because mm-hmm. I feel unworthy. Mm-hmm. So there's two dynamics here. Figure out which one is like dominant for you. And can be from two completely different yeah. traumatic experiences that you've created these behaviors over. And now it's just symptomatic. Totally. So when you recognize those symptoms is when you can say, okay, I can now look at this. I can forgive. Mm-hmm. I can move on, whatever. You know, there's all the work oh that we gosh. can talk about on a whole other. But and it changes so fast mm-hmm. once you have that recognition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been recommending to people, encouraging people to write the truth of a situation mm-hmm. out when they're in a very healthy mindset. That way, when they get, become triggered, they can turn back to that and that. Re- reread, oh, this is, okay, <laughs> two very things, th- different things are happening. One story is happening in my brain that is spiraling me out of control yep. emotionally. And the other one, which is true, sitting right in front of me, there's no reason to go there. Mm-hmm. There's no reason. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's a good example of trying to balance your masculine and feminine because it's your, you know, you're getting uh letting the emotions override mm-hmm. kind of judgment in a scenario where i mean there's times to let your emotions go obviously in mm-hmm. in positive ways uh but when you're letting kind of getting swept up in something that in in it's like oh this is making me feel this way yeah. but this isn't necessarily the reality of the situation uh, and that's a time yeah. to be like Amen. oh i need to f- get back more to center and balance and understand that like 
I, the, you know, this is making me feel this way, Mm -hmm. but is that what is really actually Mm -hmm. happening right here? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, Um, that brings mm -hmm. up a good point because I always talk about discernment as being a larger feminine trait, but this judgment of reality of Mm -hmm. the external world is so masculine. It is. And when we remove any attachment, Mm -hmm. especially an unhealthy attachment, Mm -hmm. it just changes everything. Yeah. When we can say, it's okay if this happens or not. If whether you believe in, you know, will, faith, whatever it is, mm-hmm. that you can look at it from the outside and observe. Yeah. Big t- much more healthy. Tough to do though when you're in that emotional simple but state. not easy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's in I feel like we an episode hasn't gone by that we've said something like this, but um you know, at first you're probably going to have to take a moment and step back and observe and reevaluate and adjust out of the emotional and it's it's okay to feel those emotions mm-hmm. um but also pause so you can be in control of them and they're not controlling you yeah mm-hmm. um but eventually as you start to do that and become better at it it doesn't become a judgment moment. It just becomes instinct and you're Mm -hmm. just doing it. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, playing basketball or, or fighting. Like, you know, I mean, I, I was a boxer for a long time and, and you don't, if you're thinking a lot when you're fighting, you're going to lose a lot. Mm -hmm. If you're just fighting off pure instinct, Mm -hmm. that's when you know, you're really like caught astride because mm -hmm. you're moving in 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 instinct you're not thinking because you that split second thought can get you ko'd and just like that in life you know there's there's emotional ko's that can come at you if you're trying to you know react to them as they're already upon you you Mm -hmm. know instead of just acting off instinct and you're swerving around them as they're coming just because you know how to navigate life better And, and that, my babes, is called remapping your brain. It is. I was going to say, look at how you've just painted the perfect scenario of what it is to build on those cognitive behaviors, mm-hmm. those those neural pathways yeah. that are so subconsciously happening Yeah. that yeah. in the action of things, in the uh-huh. physical of it, it's so much easier because you're not thinking. You're right. not you thinking. To. It's just your response. It yeah. is. Yeah, and if you don't like your response right now, or if you find yourself constantly disappointed or upset in a situation, a relationship, look at that first. Yeah. Like, how am I? Maybe that's maybe why we talk about it every single time because it is <laughs> it really is. When I learn, oh, maybe it's me. Yeah. It's like, God damn. Yeah. But then the healing is exponential. Once you surrender to that and really mm-hmm. take your power back, like, oh, I don't have to. I remember Genevieve, my coach, told me, Mm-hmm. Well, just feel what, what would it feel like to feel the opposite in that situation? I think you mm-hmm. mentioned something yeah. on the, our last episode about that. And I did. And I was like, that's an option. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like For real. what? For real. That is an <laughs> actual option. But mm-hmm. we get so tunneled into mm-hmm. this response really before it even happens. Like you're writing this story well before anything Yes. Any evidence is brought to the table. You're making it in your brain. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, the the reality is uh, the common denominator in every problem you've ever had in life is you. <laughs> so the now I'm not uh, not to not to victim blame or anything because there's certain things that are out of your control and horrible things that happen to people that are out of your control. Yeah. But also, 
you can uh, work to how those things affect you or how mm-hmm. you react to them or yeah. what you do after those things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, or just recognizing, you know, um, even things in yourself, like recognizing red flags and things that you're uh, bad habits that just mm-hmm. pile up and you don't even realize it's a bad habit. You have to objectively be able to look at those things and under- yeah. and recognize them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Well, and look at how that just creates such a better like self-understanding oh. and trust. And awareness that like you're being present. Yeah. yeah. You, really, you really are paying attention to right now because you're not thinking about what just happened. You're not thinking about the end result. Yeah, you're observing so, the situation. Yeah, and now you're really living your best, truest, loving life because Ugh. you're here. You're where you're supposed to be mm-hmm. and you're yeah. exactly where you should be and everything that's for you is from you and you start to recognize that the behaviors mm-hmm. do start to kind of line up the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. It's like, okay, well then maybe I need to observe those better. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, in, I, I may, may have made this analogy on this show before, but like a, a train is super efficient once it's been going for a while. It takes very little energy to keep that train going um, because you've done all the work. All the work's done Mm -hmm. at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then it's just going and things are just moving with like centrifugal motion and it's just moving kind of out of momentum. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really take a lot of work. That should be your life. It's going to take a lot of work at first to get that big old slug moving down those <laughs> tracks. But once it gets you do that work and if you really keep it ref, keep it refined, it just moves fluidly and will keep moving until you actively hit yeah. the brakes. Totally. Uh, mm-hmm. Totally. It's so true. And I feel like this comes up a lot, at least from what my research and listening to people speak on this subject specifically in relation to relationships it's like okay I get this I understand this something clicked within me I want to do this work my partner does not or like Mm -hmm. isn't Mm -hmm. actively showing that they do Mm -hmm. and so that's always like a common theme of like how do I get them to and in the words of Sierra Cossie show them like there's no there's nothing you can say or do or force, especially if you're the dom- you're dominantly operating in your feminine. Mm-hmm. If you go to your masculine partner and mm-hmm. you say, I'm going to need you to do this. Oh my God. Expect <laughs> to be rejected. There is yeah. no polarity in that. That is a very masculine. And that's just a uh, command. Totally. I need you to do this. Um, and so they're going to immediately feel like, ugh. And the second you start changing all that and showing them, your words change, yeah. your perceptions change. Their perception of you changes. And it's they sa- safer. It is. Mm-hmm. And it is that healthy attachment because it's not just completely unattached. Like, I don't care what he does or doesn't or they yeah. do or don't do. But it's really like, okay, I'm, I'm going to this for me. Yes. And also for them. Mm-hmm. Like, because the, at the end of the day, you don't want to continue living in whatever relationship or state with this person. Mm-hmm. If it's going to continue to harm you. Yeah. And by harm you, it doesn't always have to be physical. Yeah. yeah. So if this emotional connection that you have, you are so tied to the fear mm-hmm. of losing this person so much that you've lost yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you find living in selflessness, then it's kind of the whole love them enough to let them go. If for whatever reason mm-hmm. it goes that way, I'm just saying mm-hmm. it, it probably won't. Because that's how we change the world. We have to change ourselves first. Yeah. yeah. So we really do. And you get to. Like, we get 
too. Think Jeez. about using your, if you show up in your new expression of self and you aren't demanding, mm-hmm. I'm just using my, my experience as like honoring and nurturing my feminine. Um, you're not demanding anymore and you're not like showing up in this masculine way. Mm-hmm. That's going to be met with magnetism from a masculine. Cause again, back to vibration. Being. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This is quantum. We are living in this yeah. high vibrational field or low and, and by the choices we make and the way we show up changes all of that. So then we do become a magnet for the people that mm-hmm. are meant for us at that time, which is maybe some people can look at why karma is so prevalent in people's yeah, lives. Totally. <clears throat> so sorry. No, um, go ahead. Hot thought. Yeah. Masculine. Anyone looking to heal their masculine out there, mm-hmm. be present. That's it. Give full attention. Mm-hmm. Be un- like undivided attention to your partner. That creates safety for them to express, the feminine to express. We've experienced that where I've been very open about things that are I'm healing. And that is all it takes sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I'll be upset. I just need to get it out of my body and express it. Dees provides that space for me. And then I'm fine. <laughs> Usually... Yeah, it's as simple as that. But if I stay in the wounded feminine and masculine, shut down, don't say anything, it festers mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. So that's my tip to the masculine: be so present that creates safety mm-hmm. for your feminine partner. Feminine, use your voice, express yeah. it any way you can. And if you're really passionate about getting your partner on the same healing journey as you, talk to them about it. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be meeting you with the same information or like, yeah, today I healed this old trauma. Like you don't totally. need that from them. No. Just express <laughs> what you're going through. It creates safety for them. Mm-hmm. So even if they aren't necessarily expressing it, you being open and honest is so important. I always have said sharing your story with others makes them feel safe in their own. So, and you might even think too, like if you've been in your relationship for a really long time, this is coming from someone who's been with their partner for almost 16 years mm-hmm. that even after this long, that by me mm-hmm. healing so much of my feminine mm-hmm. has given me so much giving myself permission to give him space yeah. to show up in his feminine and say, I want to talk about something <sighs> I've never talked about in my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at the healing without me having to oh. do anything. Uh huh. That's to do to do anything. anything. We're living, hello, you and I, living our masculine our whole lives, uh-huh. do, 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 produce, 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 mm-hmm. and the efforts, you know, our fruits of our labor will show. Well, yeah. the abundance is 10 times more, my friend, if you just put down the to-do list. Yeah. Put it down. Mm-hmm. Also, just know you're worthy, because that's where that all stems from. Totally. We saw as little girls, okay, mm-hmm. if I succeed at these things, if I'm a badass and I'm just like killing it from all angles, mm-hmm. then I receive love. Of course, that's how we're going to show up in our adult yes. lives. That's what we learned. That's mm-hmm. how you learned. So, yeah, give yourself some, co- some compassion there. But you're worthy regardless. Like, you get to show up as you fully. And mm-hmm. I don't care about your paycheck. Nope. At all. Nope. <laughs> Not one bit. <sighs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that. Beep boop, that's a scoop. Beep boop, that's a scoop, baby. I mean, I could talk about this forever. I get pretty hot about it. I know, especially if we were to go back to the beginning about just oppression and women. Totally. I mean, how this all started relationally, mm-hmm. this like universal mindset mm-hmm. of women. Yeah. And 
I mean, you know the things that I said when we first met. Oh, and my how God. And how against them I was. We were both on complete opposite sides, yeah. guys. Like, Fiery. opposite sides with faith. Uh-huh. Uh, you name it. Yeah. How we got here. Oh, my gosh. It's great. It is amazing. <laughs> it's so... Because like, I was so anti. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like, let's not talk about feminism. Yeah, like, Sarah hello. said to me in her in my apartment... I don't believe in feminism. And I about shit my pants. I was look, like, the what the she, fuck? <laughs> the look she gave me, you guys. I was like, well, this is it. This friendship's over. <laughs> but it's just that. it's We're all oppressed. Yeah. Every ha- human on the face of the earth, male, female, all the things. And once you unpack that, you begin to have massive compassion for the people you might think are your oppressors. Yes. Like, I've never in my life had more compassion for the masculine. Because they were never nurtured or taught. No. Why do you think that they're where they're at or where maybe some of our minds have put them where mm-hmm. they're at and why we look at it in such a negative light? Mm-hmm. What does that say about us yeah. and our unhealed yeah. wounds more than anything? Mm-hmm. Not just men and money mm-hmm. and power. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I mean, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, it really is. For real. But it, that's where it started, mm-hmm. you know, really. And that's why it's so easy for, I guess, women, quote, that we can put ourselves in this really wounded, sad, mm-hmm. oppressed state of like, mm-hmm. okay, what do I do? I'm just a victim. Yeah. I've experienced yeah. all these tra- traumatic things and I've created all these behaviors that have kept me resilient. And now I'm stuck. And now I'm stuck. And mm-hmm. I only learned, I only saw the masculine succeeding. So I guess I'll try and copy that yeah, and I'm just going to work my ass off and mm-hmm. I'm going to do more and do more. And I'm going to make more. I'm going to make a label for myself and a title and hold a lot of resentment. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, like we were talking about the other night, there's this weird, we were talking about this subject kind of over dinner and like, and it's not just with between men and women, but in general groups of people, like there's this weird, like punitive, like retroactive punitive against any group you know Mm -hmm. like oh i have to hold this resentment against you know like whether it's men towards women or women towards men in in general it's like man that is that is a whole other thing that just completely is going to bog you down if you're like if you're if you're holding other people accountable for actions that they have nothing to do with and didn't actually do to you and it like just like you know i mean I, i understand there's like generational pain and things like that when it comes to a whole bunch of different uh whether it's uh between races or genders and things like that but yeah yeah, but like man that's something you that you have to heal also and just kind of take Mm -hmm. people as individuals and things as they come instead of um like holding this ball of resentment mm, against that's just totally. no way to live oh god no, yeah I'm sorry. you know and you might not even know you are you if you're not. taking on society's values right now you probably are mm-hmm. look yeah. you don't have to and you're going to live in that victim protest mind state for a really long time mm-hmm. if you if you don't step back and, and it's not sustainable the changes in who wounds. you are who yes. you show up as yep. yeah yep. well and that's like you know what we're talking about you can kind of you know there's in a sense obviously like you you can't undo someone you know holding you at knife point and stealing your purse or something like that mm-hmm. but you can kind of undo being a victim in certain situations when it's and how you're reacting to it someone may have done something to you uh you know emotionally if it's whatever mm-hmm. 
Um, but it doesn't mean you have to live as a victim the rest of the time as that, you no. know, you can conquer that and really become, let that, uh, become a, even a driving force for, oh, for so much absolutely. more. Yeah. And by conquering that and letting it getting to choose to do that gives you so much empowerment to say that they hold no more power over you or what they've done to you and um i don't know if i've brought this up before but i'm just obsessed with world war ii and auschwitz and like all that and the german soldiers and when all of the last children that were in camp came to the last german soldiers that were sent to prison uh and how many of them forgave them and hugged them Uh, and loved them yeah because they really realized that I mean, when we really maybe realize for some of us that w- there's something outside of ourselves that's much greater, yeah, that it's past, f- it's beyond faith. It's yeah. just, we're all cut from the same cord and we all do really terrible things mm-hmm. on all, and the scale isn't really different, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and we don't want to admit to that. Mm-hmm. And it took me years to not want to admit mm-hmm. that it was like, okay, well, this pain is just as bad as this. Mm-hmm. This murder is just as bad as rape. Mm-hmm. And you might think that that sounds absolutely crazy, but I promise you the peace that you'll feel in your heart if you've experienced any of those things, that when you forgive, you, that victim mindset goes away, and now you don't live in that state anymore. Mm-hmm. And you can just, again, back to relationships, now you can build from such a beautiful, <sighs> healthy, loving, oh, and you're compassionate not like foundation. Letting <clears throat> all of these things build up to where then your masculine comes into the argument with a fucking... Mm-hmm. Dictionary worth of evidence. Mm-hmm. Well, do you remember on May blah 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 mm-hmm. in this year when you blah blah blah? Like you're not holding any of that anymore. No. Think about the space you get to clear. Yeah, because that is just not a life to live. No, yeah. at all. And that was really extreme. But it really, to paint the perfect picture, I mean, just as extreme as that is, it's you know, so and so who hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's only gonna hurt you for the rest of your life if you just don't yeah observe it it. yeah well like i said earlier i mean you you can't control everything that happens around you but you can control a lot of how it affects you Mm -hmm. and if you can get in control of that you can really master your life in a whole lot of ways and just Mm -hmm. be more successful um and i don't mean you know successful in the capitalistic sense but just Mm -hmm. in life as a person and navigating life day to day and uh, human interactions and, and just your emotions in general. You can really be more in tune and, uh, Ugh, you and know, how inspiring. Yeah. Think about that. Think about Universe. that mm-hmm. being your reality right now mm-hmm. and how life changing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've experienced it mm-hmm. within the last six months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's one of the things I do when I meditate, what's well, how I end my meditation, but it's, I think I've said this before, but it's, I always think don't bend to the will of the world, bend the will of the world to you. You know, I mean, make, make it you, cause you can, we are powerful in a sense like that, you know, we absolutely you, can, are. Mm-hmm. you can make those things really, um, work for you in, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just takes a little time and effort. And, uh, again, at first, and then eventually it just becomes Ugh, second nature and eventually you're just living this life and doing so much less. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so it's not, less. it's not work. It's mm-hmm. not thought. It's just, uh-huh. it just is. Mm-hmm. It's just happening. But peace. it's going to take some conscious ass work it in the does. beginning. It and does. you're going to be tired. <laughs> because peace, peace should not be hard, guys. Uh-uh. No. Period. And that's the receiving the ease 
the flow that comes with the feminine. Yeah. Like not there should always be ease. Overdeveloped masculine state of trauma. Yeah. yeah. Man. Yeah. Okay. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we have any last tips, specifically relationship tips regarding the masculine and feminine? Um, These maybe you could give a masculine masculine mm-hmm. tip a masculine tip you want to think for on it? relationships um wear protection oh my god <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> he said it's external based right <laughs> uh uh yeah okay (laughs) i just and maybe both masculine and feminine energetically Uh to step away from maybe the first thing to really start thinking about is what is it that you're trying to prove so coming down to the base of am i trying to prove that i love him enough or that she or he loves me or whatever just the proving in general of any scenario Uh and observe that one thought what is Uh it that i'm proving to myself to them is it necessary exactly and 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 then where where like do the the whole deep layers of where that's coming from Mm -hmm. why do i feel the need to prove did Mm -hmm. it come from this did it come from that was it trauma-based was it not was it some i mean it's all trauma-based but yeah i love that i think proving is a great place to start Uh uh-huh because it's definitely coming from a really unhealthy attachment. And in good situations and bad like exactly. arguing or exactly not. Like, do I have to prove that I'm doing something really good right now? Mm-hmm. Is that me or is that my partner? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then you can really observe too and start to maybe question and think about the things that you've never really questioned or thought about before. Uh-huh. Is this an unhealthy relationship? Why do I believe that it is? Uh-huh. Why is this even a struggle? Yeah. You yeah. know, am I still putting myself in victim mode yeah. and expecting and, but proving. Yeah. Start there. And being able to discern, is mm-hmm. this a trauma response? Am I triggered? And that's the story I'm telling mm-hmm. myself. Or yeah, is this actually unhealthy and I'm not getting what the fuck I deserve? Mm-hmm. Totally. Cause there's a difference. And yeah. And by allowing yourself to observe in that sense that you just explained to like stop and love yourself for a minute like give yourself some compassion some space to say like okay i see you i get it yeah and i probably see my younger child self (laughs) i mean yeah it's Mm -hmm. a the work is is a lot guys yeah it's a lot but there are little places we can start Mm -hmm. Hmm. i love that Mm -hmm. for coming from someone who's tried to prove fucking everything Mm. (laughs) in her life Mm. yeah i love that um you got something you want me to go go <laughs> okay he's still marinating yeah um if you are looking to heal and just hone in the power of your feminine and honor it more i would say take time and space to be really reflective internally but also let your external expression embody what's going on there like, even if you uh, are just having to voice everything or journal or get it out, yes. um, don't live there completely. Like, express it in the way you walk, the don't way you dress, mm-hmm. the way you show up in conversation. Mm. Um, and don't feel like – I feel like sometimes the feminine can feel so threatened so easily 
Oh, yeah. And so, which makes sense. But try and resist that. Like, don't succumb to that and feel safe enough to express outwardly, even if that threat comes up. And I mean, I'm fucking mm-hmm. talking from experience here. Yeah. <laughs> There's 99.9% of things we say. Yeah. We're, we're speaking to ourselves or have before. quite a few moments <laughs> where I don't, but I can tell you every single time I have, the mm-hmm. situation turns out much better. Mm-hmm. So listen, that's good. Get clear yep. and express it. Love it. That's what I was going to say. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> stole my answer. Well, can I speak for you? Because I think you do something very beautiful. Sure. Okay. Masculine. It goes with being present. Hold space. Like, hold space Mm. for that expression. And then, okay, so the feminine, yeah, we're receivers. We're receiving, right? But once we get that, once we have the the space and the protection to show up freely, we don't feel scared. Mm -hmm. Like, you're going to be met with that. The masculine's going to be met with that. And they're going to be able to respond in a way that's like, Oh yeah, I got you. Like you're gonna feel purposeful. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I've never that seen this side of her. Huge. Yeah, yeah. I created huge. that. Mm-hmm. Like, that is and you sacred union. Listen to all of this and think like, well, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how, or really, you don't know my scenario. Mm-hmm. And trust me, we get it. Mm-hmm. But it's really just try one little piece of that, one little piece, little, and just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep doing and it. See how the situation because turns out differently those patterns that you're doing now those all those behaviors that created from the pattern Ugh. that you've lived yeah. for look how many years just keep showing up mm-hmm. differently yeah. and if you slip that. and you fall back on one of those old responses that's fine and it's probably gonna happen give yourself some grace yeah but then having the awareness of like oh i know where that came from yeah. like that's not gonna derail me no yeah um, that that thought of like um oh you don't know my situation is just like a really easy excuse to not have to do any work. Mm-hmm. Um, like mm-hmm. you haven't even attempted to and you know, okay. try to do, try to try to put in the work yet. Yeah. And that's okay if you're not ready to face it yet, mm-hmm. but express that too. Exactly. <laughs> Voice it. Voice mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. Sponsored by approach. Yeah. And Crystal Clear Pepsi. <laughs> We're not a thing anymore. Crystal Clear Pepsi. Oh. Get us nowhere. Gosh. Um, right over I my really head. wish I had approach right now, though. No. Like, bad. I yeah. want some calm, they gotta send chill us some. CBD. We haven't had it in a while. I know. If you still have not gotten it, go get some, because it's amazing. So bomb. It is. I yeah. could drink, It'll like, take those nerves that heightened emotions to stay right down. Yep. <laughs> yep. That was good. Why are we good. tired? Yeah. Why am I yawning? It's like the midday. Like, Smoothies. Yep. I, I and I have to pee like a racehorse. Oh, okay. Me too. All right. All right. Well, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll wrap up here, guys. Um, go to some.imperfections on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, follow us. Mm-hmm. And you can submit us. See, we have got the anonymous submissions. Uh, you can submit your questions, topics, anything you would like us to talk about, uh, answer your live questions. Um you can just hit us up on Instagram. It doesn't have to be anonymous. Some people just want to message us. That's fine too. However, you want to get a hold of us. Um, and um, yeah, we're Love happy it. to like, share, take, follow. Yeah. That's right. Send. Yeah, do all that stuff. So, yeah. and if you're hearing this and you're like, "Damn, I want to know more about that divine femme shit," one week from when this posts, we'll be hosting a retreat in Oregon. 
if you've got a flexible schedule and want to meet us there, we've yes. got a few spots left. Would uh, love to have you because it's going to be bomb. Bomb. I and mean, expect plenty more. But yes. This will be some really deep, great practices yeah. we're going to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Um, so check it out, guys. Also, for me, uh, you can go to decomedy.com. Uh, check out everything going on around the network comedy stuff and more uh, for you too. I am Alliance Dummy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There you go. Um, all right, guys. Well, for Simon Perfections, uh, thanks for listening. I've been Deeks. I've been Abby. No, I've been Sierra. <laughs> all right. And we will see y'all next time. Mwah.